it's really important question for every person uh, who I am, why I'm living and uh, why uh, I have some power to live next days. I believe that all the answers are in, in you. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work and personalities of Ukrainian people with a focus on the capital Kiev so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help clean and liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19. So this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you. Thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranking number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 100 travel podcasts in Switzerland, top 60 travel podcasts in the UK, top 30 travel podcasts in the Netherlands, top 30 in Spain as well, top 25 on Apple Russia and top 20 on Apple Poland. So please keep supporting, write a review on Apple and follow the Instagram aziz.future. My guest today is Lydia Silchenko. Lydia works as a UX UI designer at a Ukrainian IT company during the last four years. She participated in the creation of various software products, websites, web services, admin panels, and mobile applications. She has an advanced level skill in design apps such as Figma, Sketch, Photoshop, and Axur PR. Her designed mockups became part of projects from all over the world, USA, Australia, Britain, Israel, Russia, Estonia, etc. Most projects are related to the telecom sphere or for creating service platforms or SaaS. For two years, she worked as an independent freelancer on Upwork, where she became a top-rated freelancer. In other periods of her life, she was an employee at the head office of large companies such as the Ukrainian mobile operator LifeCell, and she worked in startups like KeepGo and small cozy IT companies like Smartbox. After work, 
She spends most of her time on her passion, genealogy. It is the science concerned with family history and roots. She has been working on her family book for three years now. The book has about 600 pages and describes the lives of 115 relatives from her father's side. She feels that her work and hobby are closely related to the creation process and discovery of the world. She really likes that IT is a future-oriented field and helps to be on the top of innovation and genealogy is directed to the past, helping to know the history and wisdom of previous generations. For the last two years, she spent the winter in Portugal working near the ocean. She practiced surfing and enjoyed the best Porto wines. But this year, due to the coronavirus, she stayed in Kiev. After a long day at the computer, yoga and running help her regain strength and emotional balance. She loves books and movies about Harry Potter. She studied psychology for five years and believes that good psychological health is the foundation for a healthy life. She is also now a teacher and mentor of web design at the Logos Kids Academy, an IT school for children in Kiev. Lydia, how are you today? Hi, thank you very much for this introduction. Uh, really, I feel fantastic. Uh, thank you very much for your invitation. I'm really happy to join this podcast. And how are you, Aziz? I'm great, brilliant, fantastic. And curious about a small detail. Do you speak Portuguese? Uh, no, unfortunately, I don't speak Portuguese, but I was trying to learn it, uh, but I didn't succeed in that. That's interesting, because I lived in Brazil, and so I speak Brazilian Portuguese, but it's different, and I thought we can have a few words in Portuguese, but okay, <laughs> let's focus on one thing. If you had, I'm, I'm going to say three things. If you had to choose to say which one is your favorite and you love them all, which of these three will be something that makes you feel best or most alive? Is it yoga and running? Or is it genealogy? Or is it web design? Oh, it's really hard questions because uh, all of that part, it's... Uh, mm, it's really important for me, but maybe if I have to choose only one, only one, maybe it will be genealogy. <laughs> Perfect. Let's go there. And I know you love them all, and this is going to be a great discussion. So let's explore genealogy from the very beginning. You spoke it's the study of the past, and you love the future, and yoga and meditation are for the present. So I see all the whole timeline that you're filling there, that with genealogy, you fill your past timeline. With yoga and running, you fill your present. And with being involved with tech and IT, you fill the future, which is wonderful and really balanced to begin with genealogy. Was <laughs> there a story in your childhood that made you think, oh my God, I, I value the wisdom of the past? It's important to conserve it and to know 
our past history. For me, for example, I actually, when I grew up with my grandfather, all my friends were over 70 years old. So <laughs> that was a really funny childhood that my best friends were old people, but hey, they were full of wisdom and stories. So tell me, please. Um, you know, um, I really grew up in a family where uh, history were a very important part. And uh, um, I loved history in school, uh, but didn't had uh, any like uh, practical uh, connection with um, such important uh, science like genealogy. And three years ago, my grandmother started writing an autobiographic book. Uh, and at that moment, I became her partner in systematization of her memories, uh, working with the family archive and photos. And in that moment, I discovered for myself uh, so many stories, which maybe in childhood I didn't understood but uh, nowadays it opened for me from another side. Together with my grandma, uh, we uh, have written about uh, 600 pages detailing family life since the early of 20th century. Over the, uh, the year, I became very interested in, ge in genealogy. It's the science uh, of studying the family history. Um, I also started to travel um, to the places where my ancestors and relatives lived. Um, I started to interview uh, another old people, research uh, archive data and uh, work with the book. Nowadays, I have uh, so many, so many interesting and uh, really uh, strong stories about uh, of my uh, relatives. <laughs> Maybe uh, I can tell some of these stories. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's interesting for you. <laughs> it is very interesting. And yes, next, please tell some of the most interesting stories. So that will be one question. But another one, it seems to me that you're very family-oriented. So I have to ask, because there are two possibilities. Either you were a very reserved and shy and closed girl, and then you felt really that to open up to your family, understand yourself, will make you feel more complete and stronger. Or from the very beginning, you were always had strong bonds with family and to see them and understand their life even from the past will help you understand your life now so it's about the most interesting stories please share as many as you like and the second is are you family oriented and if so is it because you were reserved and it helped you open through family or is it you were open to family and full of bonds but you wish to understand yourself by understanding the past? Um, I think um, I'm family-oriented, really. I think uh, it begins uh, from my childhood uh, because uh, it lies in my family values. I grew up uh, in family where I received a lot of support and attention to myself. I have always been told that uh, I will achieve all my go all my goals and all my wishes, and uh, the life is full of opportunities. Um, and uh, 
in every maybe difficult situation i will never be alone because uh, my background uh, is uh, so many people who are maybe like uh, little heroes uh, because uh, uh, each of my uh, anxious my relatives they said their story which can inspire me uh, which can um tell me uh, who am i uh, what i can do uh, why i'm living uh, so these answers um, i got maybe in childhood and nowadays i'm trying to uh, make it uh, uh, this information more open and more interesting to another of my relatives and make a book uh, which will uh, tell uh, the nowadays uh, Ukrainian generation about how important uh, to have this power, power of your uh, uh, of your roots. Um, but it's something One like second, this. this is this is so good. And I want you yes to share some stories, but it reminds me in uh, Buddhism, they say this thing, when you meditate, Try to remember that every single person who became enlightened in the past generations, they're waiting for you to be enlightened and they're encouraging you and they yeah. give you their energy during that. So to feel all that from the past, I want to understand two things. And please, again, the stories, you said that the stories of those uh, relatives and ancestors inspire you today. So can you share some stories, but also say, how does it inspire you? Why is that story one or two or three that you will share are special? And what did you learn from them? Uh, it will be like a characteristic of that people. For example, my uh, grand-grandfather, he grew up in a little village and uh, after... Uh, so um, Ukraine um, became a part of uh, Soviet Union. The life of uh, the Soviet people became really, really hard. Uh, and uh, that was period when millions of people were political prisoners or uh, experienced torture or hunger or were killed. And uh, in these very, very hard uh, times, uh, my grandfather uh, found uh, the power uh, to build her li his, his life, uh, to... Uh, run away from his village. Uh, he changed all his documents uh, and became another person. Uh, he ran away from Ukraine to Azerbaijan, uh, where he became a policeman. And after that, he was a manager of police office. Mm, he tried to help people in these very hard times. He tried to protect people. And during the World War II, uh, he was the manager of the group of people who helped uh, injured uh, soldiers uh, to uh, bring them back from the battlefield. Um, his son uh, was the uh, volunteer uh, during the Chernobyl disaster. Uh, my grandfather uh, helped, uh, helped that people who didn't know how to evacuate and he evacuated them. And the, um, the son of my grandfather, if it's my father, uh, now he's volunteer um, on the 
uh, during uh, this war, uh, which uh, is uh, between Russia and Ukraine, he helped our uh, he helps our troops with uh, uh, medicaments and so on. Uh, so um, this uh, for me, it's these people are really heroes, and I can tell the same about uh, all the women's uh, in my family. Um, uh, so now I want to like summarize my words. Uh, working on a family book gives me a lot of strengths. After all, I have a lot of people behind me. Each of them is a little hero for me. I know words of uh, Mikhail Lomonosov. He said that people who do not know their past and they don't have future. And I agree with these words. Um, unfortunately, the Soviet past for Ukraine is very difficult and tragic. And uh, these tragic stories you can find almost in every Ukrainian family. Uh, fear became as a part of life of uh, next generation. And the tragic of the past became like maybe taboo. Uh, so, and now I have friends who wanted to explore family roots, but when they found out the tragic truth, they were not ready to continue. And most of Ukrainians are building their future without uh, knowing the past. Uh, but um, the real knowledge of family history can help uh, modern Ukrainians find their place and in this world um, and uh, also find answers, who I am, why I live, um, what I'm capable of. Uh, so I really hope to finish a uh, book this year and next uh, I plan to promote the idea of uh, research in family history, which will give new perspectives on self-identification and self-sufficiency uh, uh, to young Ukrainians. Thank you so much. Actually, that is a very, very valuable initiative. And like you said, if you don't know the, your past, you cannot even live in the present correctly or in the future, and you will not be inspired. And you spoke about inspiration in a very, as a very powerful motivator for you. So if I understood correctly, and please correct me if I'm wrong, for you, being alone is being weak, but you like to be in a group, but to you, the closest group is your family, and those bonds, they fill you with energy, and when you learn the inspiring stories of the heroes from your family in the past, you feel that, like you said in your childhood, they always told you, your family, you can achieve any goals, you can do anything, and now you think, wow, not only did they say it, but they also lived in a way where they can achieve anything. So it is possible for me. And that motivates you a lot. Is this a correct understanding? Yes, it's, it's, it's really true. Really true. <laughs> Thank you. And to speak about another thing, because we could speak about genealogy all day, but I want to respect your time. And I want to speak about something that I'm fascinated with and interested in. You are a, a visual designer. And at the same time, you spoke about surfing, about yoga, about running, and even about tasting the Porto wine. 
which <laughs> yeah. is more for people who are like dancers or athletic or embodied. So I want to make sure of two things. Are you a visual person? Can you imagine now you are in a spring on the beach in Portugal and almost feel there? Or are you more of an emotional person and to you design is about emotions and embodiment it's not about visual thinking and visual imagination i think design is for me it's like a type of uh, understanding the world because uh, design uh, it's a place uh, when you uh, can be creative from one side and from another side you can give a value for modern businesses this is a style of life uh, which uh, gives you an opportunity uh, to feel another side of life. You can taste port wine, you can travel, you can do yoga and so on. So it's uh, maybe uh, the design is the center and other spheres, they are help you to feel uh, happy with uh, what you do. Okay, feel happy with what you do. Now I have to ask you, because I can feel you're a happy person, you're laughing and uh, having a good time. So to ask you about this, one, how did you learn to be happy? Because, or was it always your state and situation? That's one. And second, do you think in Ukraine most people are happy? Or if so, if not, what kind of advice maybe through genealogy or other ways that you can give to increase the happiness. Because some guests said that, look, the situation of Ukraine is there are some people who are very wealthy and rich, and most people are not rich, they're poor. And so they cannot really be happy because all they think about is to pay the bills and to have some money for food and shelter and things like that. So it's not easy to think about happiness. But to you two things is how did you learn to be happy what thoughts increase your happiness and if you can give advice or thoughts about happiness in ukraine how is it and what to improve i think uh, the main point how to feel happy it's uh to do uh, what makes you happy, uh, to have that way of life uh, which makes you happy. And uh, from my childhood, I always uh, knew that uh, I can uh, choose uh, that work which is um, interesting for me, uh, in which I have some value for myself and for the world. Uh, so my past two weeks UI design was not uh, straightforward. Uh, before design, um, I tried uh, to search in, in other areas. Uh, so I worked like uh, as a HR, PR, uh, in marketing. I finished sociology <laughs> and always there was like a searching, searching of myself. And, and the, every of that steps, I feel happy because I do uh, what my heart uh, to uh, talk to me. And uh, I know that uh, in Ukraine, people have such 
thoughts that uh, the life is very hard they don't feel happy they don't understand why they have to wake up in the morning uh but um but the truth that uh if you will um, if you will um connect with yourself if you will connect with your heart and understand uh what is your way uh how, how it could be uh, so you will not struggle so much you mm, begin to do um which is important for you i want to ask this to me it seems to me and please correct me if this is wrong that your strategy is this you really connect to your heart and emotions and then you try many many things and then you learn from your emotions what you like and what you don't like and then when your emotions feel yes this is good this makes me happy you follow that and when your emotions say okay this is okay but not the most happy you stop that and therefore you use it like a guide that your heart is always guiding you and you try different things in order to discover what your what will be through real experience what will be the source and the path of happiness is this correct yes yes that's true <laughs> that's true this is wonderful so to finish this although it's short but i wished we had time to stay much longer i wish for two things actually three and they're simple one if you were to describe ukraine and ukrainian people for a foreigner who didn't visit what would that be second if you can give advice to the listeners that you think will be valuable what would it be and third is if people want to communicate with you what are the best places i don't know maybe it's instagram or linkedin or behance that are good for you <laughs> okay Uh, so first thing how I uh, will describe Ukrainians um, Ukraine it's a really young nation uh, Ukrainians try to understand themselves uh, Ukrainians try to find their place in this world and I think and I think that Ukrainians um, really have successful in um, these spheres because uh, nowadays uh, we are really cool IT country with so open-minded people with young generation who love travel who love to communicate with our other people who love to uh, um, share experience and uh, we are very happy to to meet here in ukraine uh foreigners and we are really waiting <laughs> for new visitors i think that um it's really important question for every person uh, who i am why i'm living and uh why uh, i have some power to live next days um i believe that uh all the answers are in in you uh, so uh, you can find that answers in your family uh, in your past uh, in your nowadays in your heart uh, so always follow your heart always listen to your heart and uh, you will feel <clears throat> extremely happy uh, during your life 
so uh, where you can find me, you can find me in LinkedIn, in uh, Facebook. I will be really happy to connect. <laughs> Thank you. This was great. I actually enjoyed your enthusiasm, motivation and curiosity and family orientation, as well as your interesting um, work with genealogy. It's not common. So I wish you a great day. And this was great. Thank you very much. It was really great time here with you. Uh, you have uh, so much this uh, inspiration energy. Uh, you're so like shiny person and I'm happy to be here today. <laughs> Thank you.